Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Begging Boardcast. It's episode number 203. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being the Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek and the sad geek stories of the past week. Next, we go into the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out February 26th. And then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week, we're bringing you something different because... It's the first time it's happened in the four years since we started recording this. It's the winter... Oh, we should have come up with a name for this. The Paul, ba- <laughs> you know you've been it planning this. It has to include Bag and Board Superhero Winter Olympics. But it, can't, it has to have more words than that because I know that would work. But it doesn't have that <clears throat> it needs. The bonafide Bag and Board Spectacular Superhero Wonderful Winter Olympics? Minus the wonderful and add two more words. <laughs> Whimsical. No. No. Nope. Winter. We'll come back to it, but it's basically we're going to be taking a look at some of the events that they do in the Winter Olympics and mm-hmm. we are, well, we're going to be drafting a superhero team. Six, and then, six competitors for each of our nations. And then we are going to, ha- oh, oh, we have to name our our nation, or I'm maybe... going to be competing for the best nation of all. Okay, so area. Okay, so because it's all... Doom's nation. Well, John, you think of a country you want to represent with your team. I'll think of one. Don't you don't have to give it yet. <laughs> all right, you got time. Um, but yeah, we're going to draft a team. Then we're going to draft some events out of Paul's hat, how's, which is a Buffalo how's Sabres. John not going to take uh, Black Adam's country because there's lots of. Countries to pick from. I guess, but. And I, I'm never sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> pronounce it the way you butcher it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then it's not it, like Black Adam's gonna shock you with a lightning bolt. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of feel like I gotta put him on my team then. then. It's up to us to talk about our team and how they would win such event. And then from there we will be giving out medals and drinking beers as we do so. Uh, number one rule, you can't draft Miracle Man. Performance enhancing drug. Ooh, oh. gotta remember that. Okay, so that that knocks out our man as well. But yes. robotic and, our man is still up for grabs yes. then. And uh, elongated man. Actually, uh, I would think robotic our man would only participate in the Paralympics. Oh yeah. But yeah. also elongated man, that's not a drug. It's a juice extract. Yeah, but still, he's still juicing. He's juicing. He's juicing. <laughs> so. Elongated man is out too. So that, I mean, that, like, someone like, uh, Spider-Man couldn't use his web shooters then. Unless they're organic. Web shooters from. (laughs) Yeah, but that, that does, that's not a real thing. None of this is a real thing. <laughs> I'm just saying this is the kind of arguments we'll be having later <laughs> on. But I don't want to. I'm sorry, I don't want to ruin the illusion, John. But none of this is real. But that's even less real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but we'll be having those same arguments while being more inebriated because we're drinking some good quality beer. Last year, I showed up at Paul's house with a big box of beer and said, we're aging this for a year. And it <laughs> was... know how to age anything <laughs> yet. Uh, and it was filled with Imperial Stouts and Porters. And this is going to be our first wave of these beers. Um, and we started with Black Chocolate Stout from Brooklyn Brewing. This is their winter 2013 to 2014 10% beer. 
Uh, when you are going to... 2012, 2013, or... No, 2013 to 2014. So this year's beer. Yes. Okay. This is the fresh stuff. Yes, you told okay. me to go yes. with the fresh. Hey, I am... We just said that we, you brought over the aged ones. Yeah. And then he started talking about this beer. This one is the new one. Is the new one, but and we will be we, later drinking. Yes. Right see after how, this, we're going to be doing the winter 2012 to 2013. See how I, the listener, got confused? I don't know. I, that's all I'm doing is advocating for the listener. Um, I really don't get any chocolate on this. No, it's it's really big and bold. And one of the things you want to do if you are going to be aging your stouts is you want to make sure that you're looking at a higher percent alcohol. Oh, not keep them in a big cardboard box. Not well, okay. I thought that was that the first is, step. That is something that you can do. That's a lot. Uh, okay, but no, you want something that's gonna that's an imperial or a double. Uh, See, I sorry not to cut you off. I no. just took my first sip of. There's a there's a depth to it. It's like a darker, like bitter chocolate. Yeah. Like on the back end, like it's not. It's not up front though. It no, is it's not like a aftertaste. Yeah, and it's like that. Yeah, yeah your dark chocolate, like eighty percent, maybe seventy five percent, and you get you definitely get okay. the alcohol on it. Mm-hmm. A lot of alcohol. So wait, which one are we drinking first? Is this the new one or is it the aged one? <laughs> This is the new one. Oh, okay. Fresh. Um, I wasn't listening before. <laughs> he was on not phone. sound like you were. I'm trying to like find out which one I'm checking into here. Uh, so yeah. Well, um, once we get. So the- am I checking into the 2013 one? Should I always <laughs> check into beers on my work phone? That you're, sounds like a smart idea. You're right? doing the the winter 2013 to 2014. So it would be the 13. Oh, I'm checking into the. Are you checking into the 14? No, I'm checking into the basic one, which I thought was the one from now. You dolt! No, if it's... This is the new one. It's the one for just under the basic. Yeah. Pulse double-checking on it. Yeah. Black chocolate stuff. Okay. Black chocolate. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Brooklyn Brewery fan. Uh, I think Monster is my favorite beer that's their um barley wine which yeah. i think is probably their best beer my in my opinion it's their best beer that they make uh i am looking forward to having the uh the winter 2012 2013 hopefully a lot of that alcohol bite that's on there is going to dissipate oh, i like this one it's very drinkable hmm. i mean it is a bigger boy but yeah it's yeah but it's still like i said like three and a half Stars, three stars. It's yeah. I would not seek this out. Yeah. If the age, more the price that it is. Yeah, it's a four pack. It's a four pack, and it's you know eleven, twelve bucks for a four pack. It's it's one of the ones that if you want to try a dark, heavy alcohol stout, like it, you're not gonna. I don't think it's gonna put you off from the, that style. But I don't think it's going to make you um, love stouts. I, I think the other two that we have here are the ones you can finish that bottle. Okay. Are 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 better ones? To is this start. the fresh one or is this the aged? This is the aged. One. Okay, I didn't know the one we're pouring now, listeners. Not the one we're talking about. Yeah, I didn't know if I was finishing the newer one because Paul's going light tonight. Yeah. I know if we were finishing up, but we more responsibilities at work mean less drinking for more Paul. Drink on the job. Can't do that. All right, guys. Let's get into this news, yeah. and then we can talk about this next beer. Ton of news. Um, start off sad, get to the happy. Yeah, let's start out. Uh, as every 
everybody knows if you have an internet connection to download this episode, then you already know the of the passing of Harold Remus. Writer, director, Egon Extraordinaire. Actor. Yeah. Well, that's what I got with Egon Extraordinaire. Collector of spores, molds, and funguses. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is very sad. It was, uh, um, an immune, an immune disease that uh-huh. he'd had for the last four years, um, that he'd been fighting with that mm-hmm. finally, uh, took him. You know, yeah, it's very, it's very sad. Uh, from some of the news that I saw, they look like they're still gonna push through with, uh, Ghostbusters 3. Even without him? That's the very first thing I said when somebody told me that he passed. Uh, they're like, oh, Harold Ramis died. I'm like, oh, no more Ghostbusters 3 then, huh? Which is weird because they said, Bill Murray said that he would do it over his dead body and then he'd be the ghost. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's weird just because it seems so sudden because I know Knocked Up is like, what, 10 years ago now? Knocked up probably like six, seven. But he was one of my favorite parts of that movie, him being Playing Seth dad. Rogen's dad. Yeah. yeah. Like he was a great, like he's a great father figure. And, uh, I don't know if he really cap, you know, really took that role because I think he would be really fun to have like in any movie as a dad. Yeah. I know they were all excited to have him there. And I, I mean, he's someone that has written and directed for his best friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those big people was um, Bill Murray, who he met when uh, I believe he was writing on Saturday Night Live, coming from Second City out of Toronto. And, you know, I think that's also why we have Bill Murray in Caddyshack, because mm-hmm. he wrote that. Yeah, and he wrote and, that part basically for <laughs> Bill Murray to just be goofy in. Yeah. And, uh, real story, <clears throat> really. You know, he wrote Stripes, and I, he originally wanted to be one of the, the main characters in Animal House, but John Landis wouldn't uh, allow him. So I think that's why, like, in Stripes, he had a not-a-cool-guy role, because <laughs> I think he realized he can't play the cool guy, because mm-hmm. he doesn't look like the cool guy. And I think that's where you've gotten that role that he's always kind of had, is that kind of mm-hmm. nerdy best friend or... He he pigeon told himself. <laughs> uh, I think I think his looks did that for him. Yeah. Paul, I'm sorry, but you're always gonna be the nerdy best friend. <laughs> hey. When my hair is up so particularly uh in a certain fashion, Kate says, Oh my goodness, you have Egon hair and she really enjoys it. <laughs> uh she chased around boys wearing oh. Ghostbuster backpacks back when she was a little girl. Because she had a crush on Egon, so there you go. I should have saved my spores, molds, and funguses thing for she wants her spores, mold, and fungus. Mm. I think she's more into me for my huge epidemus? Epidermis. Yes. I butchered that line. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, No, it's very... I think she's more interested in my large epidermis. You know, he was... I mean, he was almost... What, he was 69? He was almost 70. He's had a great life, you know? You know, it's... We're overlooking yeah, the satisfaction of all. So then none of us picked him for our death pool. Satisfaction. I think, yeah, you know. It, I, I didn't even know he was sick with yeah. anything. Like, yeah, no. Something. It was something I, I guess they, you know, they didn't put out there until mm-hmm. he passed. His agency put out that he had been sick with this for the last four years. So, um, no, it's too bad. 
I'm glad that you know they got together, all of them again. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for the movie, but for the game. They were all there, and they all had fun doing the the voices on that for Ghostbusters. Uh, I don't think Bill Murray had fun. It sounded like he mailed it in. Just that, but listen to Bill Murray's delivery in anything, that's and true. that's how he sounds. Yeah. No, there for the paycheck. He said that he had fun. You know, he and he enjoyed getting back together with those guys. That's good. I like that game a lot. It's fun. Uh, you you yeah. you played on the wrong difficulty though. We've talked about this <laughs> on the show. Because if you can just sit back and enjoy it, it's it's a blast. It's babysitting the game. But uh, what else? Oh, Seth Rogen. I kind of talked about him. He's going to be writing with the guy that wrote uh, the screenplay for Moneyball, the tale of the Sega Genesis versus. Sega versus Nintendo over the 90s, like the console wars. Hmm. Like the story of Sega of America versus Nintendo of America, basically. The like battle. A documentary type thing? Kind of like, um, I would guess kind of like the social network for, oh, okay. you know, kind of oh, okay. like, uh, kind of moneyballish kind of like tale of like Mario and Sonic going after, you know, American kids. That sounds and interesting. How it that, that sounds interesting. I, I think I'm really excited for that movie. Now, here's the thing. Like, when I heard about the social network, I was like, ugh, Facebook movie. That sounds dumb. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now I'm afraid that it's something I'm looking forward to with this movie now. And I'm just not going to like it. I don't know. It's going to be heavily traumatized, you know, like the Steve Jobs movies. But it's written by the guy, you know, partially written or directed by the guy that did Moneyball, which is... You know, an Academy Award-nominated movie, if not winner. And Seth Rogen, come on, that guy loves that material that he'll be working with. And, you know, there's been some really good books about the same stuff. You know, uh, Game Over, uh, can't think of any other ones. They're probably out there. Yeah. But check out Game Over if you want to read about it. This kind of thing. Hmm. So, I'm excited. Aaron know. Sorkin? No. Because Aaron Sorkin is one of the writers on it. On, on this... On Moneyball. No, not... Okay, then I'm not sure who the Moneyball S- person is. Steve... Alright, I'm just going to look up Seth Rogen. Go ahead. Yeah. It was on Ars Technica if you want to read more about it. Uh, it looks interesting. I'm excited to hear more about it. Uh, who will they get to... I don't know any of the Who's gonna play Mario? Exactly. Well, yeah. Basically. Well, you can't have Captain Lou anymore. No. <laughs> no. But, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know any of the names really associated with that era. So, it's not like casting will be a big news. It's just who they're getting to, like, kind of write and direct will be the biggest news, I think, for this film. We don't have it up on, uh, for Seth Rogen writing on this. Unless the, the movie's called Sausage Party. Nope. Not Sausage Party. It looks like he might be one of the writers on The Preacher. Yeah, he was attached yes. to that. He's attached to that with uh, the guy that did... Oh. One of the Breaking Bad guys is going, is uh, also doing Preacher. Uh, yeah, um, or, uh, I guess this AMC. is kind of... Yeah, I guess this is kind of news, even though I think it happened like a week or two ago. Yeah, but we haven't Yeah, we haven't been yet. on... Um, yeah, he's attached to that, and Garth Ennis said he actually sat down and talked to them, and he was like, yes... This guy's a fan of the book. Like, I think they're going to do, like, a great job with it. He's like, they get it. Yeah, uh, Evan Goldberg, his writing 
I think his uh, Seth Rogen's writing partner for Scott Ro- or, uh, Rodin. I'm sorry to interrupt because that's what producers do. Scott Rodin and Evan Goldberg are uh, doing the script writing for the 90s uh, Council War thing, and Scott Rodin was the guy that that did uh, Moneyball and the Social Network. Was well, worked on it. That's where I read. I'm sorry. Let's go back to Preacher. I'm that's all I had. Horrible Preacher. No, that's yeah, that's all I had either too. Because I just saw that. I but, heard that uh, the rights for Preacher are no longer with DC. They actually reverted back to Garth Ennis and uh, Dylan. Yes, yeah, Steve Dillon. So they're actually going to be like this really? is all money. Yeah. Those are still being like printed and published though. Yeah. So how does but that work? like the like licensing right, yeah, okay. That those kind of rights reverted back to them. From what I've heard on the internet, from some stories I read on the internet about it, so that's really good for them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Shop around, do what you want. Yeah, exactly. Make Especially, that make that Robert Kirkman money from AMC. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, no, I think it'll work. I think this with a lot of the momentum I think falling out from Walking Dead, this might be something that will pick up that yeah. people really will find interesting. Or people might just be like, eh, I got burnt out on The Walking Dead and not give it a shot. No, yeah, because but people most are people... not hungry for something to fill their Breaking Bad addiction. Or Most people won't know that this is a comic book. Yeah. If they don't promote it like that, mm-hmm. it might, you know, if they feel like it, that's not going to get the right buzz. Because a lot of people didn't even know Walking Dead was a comic book, and they nope. loved the first season of it. Exactly, and I think it shows, like, back in the day, everybody's like, well, it's either going to be a movie or an HBO series. Now you have FX out there, FXX out there, and also AMC that will do probably a really good job with these adaptations. You know, you got, yeah. back in the day, The Shield with FX. Why did you, why did you say know. it like that? Damages and the shield because it's not agents of shield, it's the shield. Yeah, but you like lean forward on your mic like shield, the shield, the shield, not agents of shield. This is weird. Not Marvel's the agents of shield. You know what? I it's so weird. Yeah, you got some stations that have mm-hmm. you have more the ability now. the ability to do something that's a little more edgier, mm-hmm. a little risque, which is nice, and it's been working out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the the next our next beer, the aged black chocolate stout? Sure. As black as the new Human Torch. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> Is that bad? I don't know. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. You know why? <laughs> I'm making jokes because it doesn't matter to me. Like <laughs> the color of the Human Torch, it really doesn't. No. I don't mind that. I, the one thing is, if you're gonna make Johnny black, then make Sue black. Yeah. That's my, that's my only thing. My thing is, I don't care about this movie at all anymore, <laughs> so let them do whatever. This is true. If they wanna have Johnny become Doctor Doom, I'll complain about it. I'll still see it, but I have no hopes for this movie at all. I just wanted to do so bad that maybe Fox is like, uh, let's not go forward on this anymore. So the rights will go back to Disney you know and Marvel. What, so 
maybe like 10 years from now we can get a better Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, but the Fantastic Four movie is the one that Fox wanted to keep. And this actor, I'm blanking on the guy's name because I don't have it up in front of me, really wants to play Johnny Storm. Like, uh, he's re- he's a big fan of this, you know, the character. And I'm really, I, I, I'm gullible. I'm a gullible nerd. You tell me that you're a big fan of something and you want to do it, I'll believe you yeah, nine out of I, nine times. I, I, I'm fine with the decision, mm-hmm. but I, I just think if you're, the brother and sister, you know. Adoption, man. I know, but I, I just think that's silly. Why not Johnny just have and them? Sue's mom was loose. What? <laughs> <laughs> why not just have them both? If you're gonna do, yeah. you know, yeah, you could. Why couldn't they? They're suffering from the SNL syndrome of like not being able to cast. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, like the the, per, the person they have cast as Sue, I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I don't know who she is. The guy that's playing Reed, I've saw in one movie, and I wasn't really mm-hmm. too thrilled with him. Um, and the guy that's playing Ben, I, I don't know him from Adam, so, like, I, I, this whole time with the Fantastic Four thing, I've, I've just been thinking, it's gonna crash and burn. Do we, do we think we are getting the modern day Roger Corman thing, where they're just casting people, putting them into a movie so they can make a movie and hopefully get some money out of it? As long as we get a new well, Doomfist and a new <laughs> Laser. I'm okay with the, this. Um, Unfortunately, Mondo Video is out of business, so I don't know how to find a bootleg copy. So. Uh, uh, the internet? Yeah, the internet? Oh, the internet! Uh, I think sound, download it on your work phone, Paul. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would, I would say a little bit of that is true, Chris. I, I think they just they want to get something. But the out. I know like the director who was attached. I, I, I don't even know if he still is. Is the director who did um, Chronicle? And the the gentleman who's playing uh, Johnny Storm was in that, and he was his first choice for Johnny mm-hmm. from the beginning. So if it's still the same director, I mean, I think I think the movie might be good because Chronicle was really well done. I really enjoyed Chronicle, and um, I was really surprised at the end how good like the uh, the superhero kind of fight stuff was. Um, but I I do I. The script, I think, is going to suck so bad. Michael B. Jordan is uh, Johnny Storm. That's, that's, that's the it. guy. Not Michael Jordan, guys. Michael Different. B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, different guy. Uh, Let's talk about this beer. Yeah. And we can discuss some other news things. Uh, the alcohol bite really has subsided. Yeah, everything has kind of subsided from it. You get a little smokiness on the, the back end, which is nice. I know. It, I prefer just the regular black chocolate style to it. I would probably take the original, the fresh, but I still don't want to drink the fresh. I would drink the fresh before this one. Yeah, it's kind of got a little bit of a teriyaki. Yeah. It's a little past its prime. Um, But I, yeah, I would take the fresh over this, but I still don't want to drink the fresh. I would drink the fresh if I was out, you know, bargatory, beergatory, whatever we're calling mm-hmm. it. We say that every time yeah. we call it. That That's bargatory. one that I would get. Yeah. Oh, Michael B. Jordan was also uh, the voice of Victor Stone, Cyborg, and Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox. Huh. Directed DVD. Interesting. 
Nice. In other casting news, we've got our new John Constantine for the upcoming TV show. And it's a Welsh actor, so a little bit closer than we got before with... with... I almost said Joaquin Phoenix. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I don't know why (laughs) that just happened, but it did. Well, Um, you know, because he's your brother bear. He is my brother bear. I watched that recently. (laughs) Just hit Netflix again. It's on Netflix. That's why. Um... But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, created uh, the show is being created by um, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas? No, wait, for, that's no, that's a uh, Vic- uh, that's David, uh, Victoria Mars. Yeah, some, David oh, David Groyer, David Groyer, David and, Groyer, and the guy that created the Mentalist. Rob Thomas is working. Wait, on the guy that ripped right off now. a psych? Basically. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Yeah, the they make fun of it all the time yeah, on Psych, yeah. which is fun. Except if that guy actually posed as a psychic, <laughs> then it would totally be a ripoff. Um, but no, I think I think those are two good people, because I actually enjoyed The Mentalist. I thought it was a good show, and I think having that kind of already of written, mm-hmm. like a scoundrel and someone who does everything, you know, does everything to get stuff over on people will uh will be good will be good for them um, this, this is what i and thought and he does a procedural which sells television shows people daniel carone is the guy who created the mentalist rob thomas i was thinking of because he's been attached to i zombie based off of the vertigo book by mike allred and chris roberson so that's why he was in my mind Groovy. Yeah, it's groovy. Also, in TV news, did you guys ever watch Heroes on NBC? No. Yeah, you should yeah, watch the... I, f- I watched the first season. I was going to say, you should watch the first season. It was really good. I couldn't get in the first season. First season's really good. Now, hmm. if you had stayed through the second season, then uh, I would understand you're mm-hmm. falling off because it got bad. <laughs> but don't worry. Coming next year. We are getting Heroes Reborn. Reborn, you said. From NBC. It's going to be launched first with like digital episodes on NBC's website, but then they are going to go forward on an actual TV show again. Um, they're keeping tight-lipped about this. They don't have a lot to say, but they don't have much to say, which is probably why, because they haven't said anything about which characters are returning, which actors. Only that series creator and writer Tim Crane is going to be backheading it. Do you think he remembered how to write? I hope he forgot. Because. And then discovered what he was doing again. Because that was when you were watching Heroes, you said, like, yeah, first season's great. Start of the second season's pretty good. And then I'm pretty sure he forgot how to write. Yeah. Well, the first season is basically like a, a, a uh, Watchmen-esque kind of thing. Where it's them, you know, a cabal that's secretly planning something to happen in order to get the future that they want. Much like, spoilers for Watchmen, Osmandius is secretly, you know, and it all comes to a head at the end and you're like, realize what has been going on and you're like, whoa, that is a great mystery twist at, that I did not really see coming. Which is fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I have hope. Like I'd like it to do well. I'd like it to mm-hmm. be a good show again. But at the same, 
point does it feel like, oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Arrow are doing well, Marvel's going to have three, four shows that are mm-hmm. going to be on Netflix. Hey, this is our time to try well, this again. Now I think that they have, I think more shows have been out there that haven't been the quote-unquote television show. Where Heroes, what got it into trouble was, remember how many times they killed off that one girl and they kept on bringing her back as the twin sister or no, she didn't yeah. really die. No, they were triplets. And then, yeah. yeah. Now I think they're willing to cast people just to be around for one season or half a season and pull that on the audience because the audience is willing to go with it. But are they that smart? I think they have to be, otherwise the show will fail. Again. I mean, they've yeah, but I mean, they had to learn something from what happened before. Mm-hmm. They've seen other, you know, quote unquote, comic book TV shows come and go since then, like mm-hmm. the Cape. Exactly, and that's the first one that jumped into my mind. Is yeah, NBC did give us the Cape. <laughs> the Cape, like, well, it I... was there. <laughs> it happened. I yeah. saw it. It had a good lie in it. Wish I, I know. could unsee it. AKA Admiral Anderson. From Mass Effect. Um, yeah. But, I, I, I don't, this is one thing, I don't care about it one way or the other. If it comes back and it's successful, that just means that we'll get, maybe we'll get some more comic book stuff. You can bring something back. Or get something new. I'm, I'm all for that. Am I gonna watch it? No. I heard Heroes was a lot like, uh, Rising Stars from JMS also. J. Markle Starzinski. His indie work. Mm. Yeah, I never read yes. it. Me either. I think I own it. <laughs> I haven't read it. And your stack of shame? Yeah, somewhere in there. I have uh, something else written down there. Uh, okay. Well, you look that up. One of the things I wanted to talk about was last week we got the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. And in that song, they play the J.B. Thomas song. Wait, in, in that song? They play that uh, I'm sorry. In that, I'm sorry. In that trailer, they play uh-huh. the song by J.B. Thomas, uh, what is it, so, uh, Hooked on a Feeling. On a feeling. Hmm. And after that trailer hit, the song was downloaded on iTunes 111,000 times. 111,000? That's pretty good. That's about in, as many people watching Pokemon get played on Twitch right now by sh- people on Twitch. In 2008 was the first highest time it was overly downloaded in the year it was downloaded a thousand times <laughs> it's, it's in, the glee effect in two days basically uh it Dream. got that hundred thousand or you know, over a hundred and thousand uh which makes me kind of happy because it's like well if people are seeing this liking the trailer liking that song mm-hmm. then i have some hope that this movie w- can do well in the theater. Guardians of the Galaxy was the other thing I had to talk about. <laughs> because for so long, there was that, oh, we're going to get a Guardians teaser during the Super Bowl, and then James Gunn was like, no, we, we're not doing anything. And then it was like, they say they're not doing anything for the Super Bowl, but we're going to get it. And they kept everything just so like down low. Like mm-hmm. We got nothing except for we had that teaser image of them doing the lineup. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It was in the concept art, and then we actually got the picture. And that was all we seen. And then one day it was like, hey, here's the 15-second teaser for the trailer, which is going to be out tomorrow. On Jimmy Kimmel Live. Jimmy Kimmel. And then the next day we got the individual snapshot, like 30-second videos of each member and the actors talking about mm-hmm. them. 
And then we also got, like, the first poster for it, too, which is the characters, like, standing there. It says the Guardians of the Galaxy. Then it has the date on the bottom, and then underneath that it says, you're welcome. <laughs> it, people are responding to this really well. And the fact that that song, which has been around forever, is being downloaded 111,000 times since mm-hmm. it came out. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. That's it, big. 92, Reservoir Dogs made it popular again. Um, at that time, we didn't have the iTunes. iTunes where you could track that stuff. And then Ally McBeal, they used the song again, too. Um, and it was popular again then. But this thing, you can actually track that. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the article. Minutes at, by minutes. Yeah. This is the article that came out two days after that where they were like, wow, look at this. So it's probably been downloaded more than that 111 times. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, hats off to James Gunn for doing this because, like, we were excited for it. And I just wanted, like, every little glimpse that I could get. And a couple days. Hey, you were feverish for it. I was. A couple days before, like, any of this actually happened, there was, like, the GIF images that were released mm-hmm. that were taken from, like, the, uh, animation trials of Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Mm-hmm. And it looked awesome. I was like, yeah. oh man, like, once this is cleaned up, it's gonna look so much cooler. And we actually see that in the trailer. It's like, yep, it does. I, I'm so excited for this. Everything about this trailer just kind of hit me because it's not trying to be like every other Marvel mm-hmm. movie. And you get that even just from like John C. Riley and Pete, I don't remember how oh, it's pronounced his name. I think it is. Like, and when they're like, they're just talking about and what, like that, uh, hook at the end when like Pete's just like, those a holes. <laughs> that was ad lib. That was him just saying that, and like they're like, "All right, yeah, cool." Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of a holes." What a bunch of a holes. Uh, it's still Andy Dwyer. I'm sorry, I'm too much of a fan of Parks and Rec to look at Star Star Lord, which was a pretty good. That was like, okay, <laughs> no, this is going to be a badass like Marvel movie up until that point where he's like. My name is Star-Lord, because they're selling it at that point. Like, in Indiana Jones, like, oh, adventure, and this guy's a badass. And he says his name. And I'm, and the audience goes, I don't know who the fuck, that's not Indiana Jones. That's, that's not a name. I don't get it. Star-Lord, that kind of sounds cheesy. And then the guard, the guard guarding the place is like, who, who? Um, it's like, oh, come on, really? From what, People are saying that is supposed to be like a Cree agent, like something, the pursuer. Okay. Yeah. Like, like a Ronan the Accuser, yeah. but Ronan, yeah. Like, pursuer. And that's yeah. Because it was a character that was mentioned as being cast in the movie, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like how they're going to be doing the Cree, they think, now if they appear and other stuff. But the Cree actually fall underneath, like, the Fox aspect of it, so they might be doing them a little bit differently than they're actually portrayed. In other yeah, media. because, yeah, that makes sense. It, well, much like how we got yeah. the scrolls, but not the scrolls at Chitari. Chitari, yeah, because the scrolls would be a Fantastic Four kind of thing, much mm-hmm. like the Kree, I guess. So, yeah. Um, and when you're talking like Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl aired and they did the trailers for um, Captain America, mm-hmm. all the people that I know, and like there's some people that are really into the Marvel movies and trying to get into comic mm-hmm. books, they all came to me. They're all like asking like, 
who's who is that guy and who is the Winter Soldier? Like, what is this? And I start talking to him, and I go, the thing I'm really looking forward to is Guardians of the Galaxy. And then I start giving them a little history of Guardians of the Galaxy, what that's about. And, like, all the people that I talk to, like, as soon as those trailers hit, they had them up on their Facebook, like, can't wait for this movie. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm looks, excited for when the movie great. comes out because there, there's the inevitable comicsology mm-hmm. sale where I'll be able to catch up on <laughs> yeah. the series for 99 cents. Right? Issue. That'll be nice. I'd like, uh, that, I'd like to get some of the back stuff, too. Is it Abnett or Landing coming back to Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, to one of the two. They were both writing it, and I heard really good things ways. about that, and I wanted... Like, they don't work together anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, there was, like, some sort of schism behind the scenes, and, like, they are no longer... Oh, they're no longer Abnett and Lanning? <laughs> they are no longer together. They are no longer the comic book Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Dude, um, man, they've, they've done so many great stuff together. The one of them, like, and made a statement saying that, you know what, we finished our contracts with what we were working on, but we will no longer be... Resurrection Working. Man. Kind of like Guardian Eastman Johnson. and, uh. Laird? Laird from, uh, Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they're, they're working together again. They actually just did something for. Yeah, I know they're doing their retro covers for the, uh, TMNT. For Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because yeah. I thought, like, they both had their own. They like, had their own takes on them, where yeah. one wanted to be more like, no, they go into outer space, and they. Donatello has a cybernetic arm, and the other guy's like, no, they're. It's more Frank Miller. Like style ninja thing, because that's what it started out as is a kind of a parody of yeah. what Frank Miller was doing on what was it Daredevil at the time? Yeah, Ooh, that could have been bad. I just love to sip in there for you. Paul. Do you got uh, you. anything else to talk about for news or dude? I'm, I think, oh uh, oh you had your irrational irrational game uh, makers of Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite, uh, their studio is winding down, and Ken Levine, 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 Levine. is uh, stepping away from Irrational Studios and is taking a more entrepreneurial uh, executive role with 2K Games. So it's going to become a like a 15-man team, Irrational Games. And he, and he went on record as saying, you know what, this is... This is something that we need to do because we want to get back to making games for gamers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Bioshock is such a huge game amongst gamers. Like, if you're like, well, you mm-hmm. continue to do that, but they just want to get down to brass tacks. Like, not focus on making those big budget AAA games because there's a lot riding on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, six years in the making for Bioshock Infinite. And well, if it doesn't fan- make six years game. worth of money, then yeah. it's a failure, you know? But also just like announced, just announced today too though that Santa Monica Studios, mm-hmm. the company behind the God of War games, is going to be downsizing and letting go of a lot of people too. And this is, I think, what happens when you have the company sinking millions upon millions of dollars into games. That yeah, you know what they turn around and they do sell, but they need to make billions. Yeah, they when need to you're have investing millions for years. Yeah, and. We see this at every turn of the consoles because every new console means that development costs go up because to make well, those textures. Not, yeah, but here's the thing. It, they go up because people always want, oh, no, we need bigger games. We need mm-hmm. better looking games. We need better sound in our games. Mm-hmm. We need to have extensive online multiplayer yeah, you, with our games. you got to turn up the graphics that, on level three, man. That all That all costs money. Yeah. And the companies are spending that money to deliver what people want. And then it's 
okay, well, we're done with this. What do you have for us next? And it's mm-hmm. like, we, we just put, you know, four years into making this game. Um, in that respect, too, it was talked about a couple weeks ago that EA Games has added another studio to their stable that's going to be developing the Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Because now they have Treyarch, they have Infinity War, and now they also have, I think it's Sledgehammer Games. So those are going to be on like a three-game cycle where each developer will be working on the next game. But but Infinity Ward isn't really Infinity Ward. It's they're now Infinity well, Ward is now Titanfall. Whatever whoever is making t- respawn. Which that game looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be packaged like, in. It was before like two. They had two years to mm-hmm. get that game out because the other two was yeah. working on it. Now because of those, people want more like development costs going up. They're throwing that third studio in there. Yeah. Like it's it's take 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 with video gamers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the Titanfall looks awesome though. It's going to be it's, bundled in with uh, an Xbox. Yeah, they have an Xbox One yeah. bundle, like limited edition bundle mm-hmm. coming out. It just it's something that keeps growing. You know, it used to be, oh, I want to go to the kid down the street's house because they have a Nintendo, mm-hmm. and then you finally get a Nintendo, and like. I think by the time I was done with my first Nintendo, I had maybe 10 games wow. for it. But none of them, like, I I was too immature to, like, to be able to actually really play them all. And then, you know, then Sega came, and I had more games with that. But I didn't even buy many Sega games. I was renting everything. Mm-hmm. And then I got Sega Channel, like... Live like a king. Rent everything. Yeah. and, and But... It's not you can't really rent anything anymore. That is horrible and horrible economic advice. Do not rent everything and live like a king. (laughs) That is not prudent. But it's something that you weren't like. Yeah. Even I I was never a big buyer of games till I got older and I got my Xbox, my PlayStation. I, I feel the same way. But even now, like I consider myself like something of a gamer, but I'm not out there like. Constantly buying games, like I don't have to have everything. I don't even have, you know, the current gen, like mm-hmm. next gen system. Like I'm fine with that. Like I downloaded the Walking Dead episode two game like last week, and I played that. And I loved it, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I played my video games for the week. Like I have to get Fables or like yeah, Wolves Among Us, Us, like yeah. episode two, because that just came out. So it's like, yeah, you know what? I'll do that. I I bought Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Did you buy Fable the, or is that only out for X? Is that an Xbox One the, or Xbox the HD remaster? Of the yeah, f- I pass on it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to yeah. play Fable. Like for a I, ten-year-old game, I, I was surprised. I'm like, really? Wow. But here's the thing: I just bought a game from 2006 mm-hmm. with Oblivion. I just started because playing Borderlands too. So what I, can I, I say? I just wanted something to sit down. Like I could sink like some time and I could you know go to the next story quest, do it, and be like, all mm-hmm. right, I'm done. What character did you go for? I went with the assassin Zero. Mm. assassin kind of sniper rifle. Dude, sniper rifle? Like, he can be so far away. And yeah. just start, like, things can't... I'm, like, out in the open. And the characters don't rush you at all. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm kind of breaking the game a little bit. Mm-mm. No, that's what he's... <laughs> yeah, never feel like that, because eventually you're going to get to a point where you're... You, you're not going to be that far away. Yeah, you can't be that far away. Because I've already... And then you're screwed. Yeah, I've... Like, like uh, you've gotten used to that play style, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, because Boom Boom is like, okay, I'm like, is this like when you face him? He's like the first like boss, yeah, in the I tank. guess. Yeah, in the tank, and I'm like, snipe, 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 done, snipe, snipe, snipe. Oh, but 
I really? I'm, even in that tight area? Yeah, yeah. I was far enough away where I was behind, like, cover, kind of, just poking my... And the little dude didn't come out and get you? The little no. midget guy? No, well, I sniped him first, because I figured that if anybody was going to rush me, it was him. And psychos came out every once in a while, but I sniped him real quick, you know? Yeah, by that, you've probably gotten used to uh, getting the headshots. And then I got the... Uh, then the next boss was... I've only died, like, twice so far. And I got the Captain Flynn. Beat him. Flynn was a pain. But if, if you're not yeah. playing as a sniper, like, you have to be down there and just, like, all the like, fire all the yeah, time. Yeah, I, I ran away. As soon as the fire started, I ran back, and, like, he started rushing, but I had him sniped down before. Yeah. I'm a soldier. I just threw out my turret, and well, that did a lot of damage. Oh, the commando guy? Yeah. yeah. It's fun, you know? It's, it's RPG is F, man, because... It is just like, get a quest, do this quest, and then get the clap, clap, clap trap, trap, uh, giving you, is you follow him, and that's your main story quest. Like, literally, you follow him <laughs> along your main story quest, and I'm like, and he's kind of annoying, you know, when you're doing the side stuff. Yeah, he's supposed he's like, to be annoying. Yeah. He's like, over here, minion! And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that thing yet. I... Don't that's you only, see that's, my reticle? That's I, only I in the beginning. This other thing. And they're like, no, you have to collect this hair from these things. I'm like, dude, you oh, are the RPG as F right now, man. Oh, yeah, it, but it's a game that knows that, too, yeah. though. Oh, Especially yeah. when you get into the DLC pack where it's called Bunkers and Badasses, and it's the characters playing an RPG game. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fun. Sounds good. But you know what else is good? What what beer? Our, our next beer. Oh, I thought someone was gonna say it because everyone always. I thought you were that. just gonna go on it. No, it's okay. I get you. Get you. But our next beer is one of our old standbys. It is Old Rasputin. It's a Russian Imperial Stout from North Coast Brewing. This is what gave me the idea to do this because I had a year old rasputin and thought it was so good and it'd been years since i had just a regular rasputin and since then i've i buy this quite often because i do enjoy this russian imperial porter or stout um it's up there as one of my favorite imperial stouts it's i don't know man one of your favorite imperial stuff like it's a good like if you just want the heart of a stout. Yeah. It's pretty... It's not Rassler. <laughs> it's not Rassler. No, it's definitely not as smoky as Rassler. Yeah, because that is body and but big as... Rassler's, mm. Rassler's not an Imperial stout. I know. But Rassler's just a stout. I, I want... But if I'm going for, like, the heart, the purest stout, like, it's Rassler now. And this is good, but, uh, man, it's alcoholic. But here, here's the thing about Old Rasputin is... Uh, it's not as expensive or hard to come by as Rassler. Yeah. Uh, and it's very enjoyable. And, um, my other favorite Imperial Stout is, uh, the one that we're going to do after this. Yes, um, which just went from being a six pack. It used to be a six pack for 11, $12 to a four pack for 11 or $12, Mm. which, uh, it's, I, it's it's not surprising that they did that because it is one of their big boys. It's yeah, it's a four, yeah, Storm King, four Storm pack King. Now, yeah. Um, but it's one of their big, it's one of their big beers that does sell really well, and half really of that good. is because I buy it all the time. Um, 
but I do really enjoy Old Rasputin. I really do. I just checked into it, and I gave this a four before. Yeah, I would. I'd say that's uh, the perfect scoring for it. I don't think it deserves a five. No, but it's yeah, it's definitely more better than the black. Oh, you get you get so much more out of it than than the black stout. I like them both for different reasons. Like the black chocolate one, I like that little bit of like sweetness on it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a little bit of sweetness. But man, when I'm drinking a stout, I want it to be, you know, like a from Willow, like that. uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer put hair on your chest. uh, You know, eating that bark. You know. Yeah. But you know what else is good, Paul? And what this, this, February 26th is your day. Is it? It is your day because you're getting your favorite book by one of your favorite writers. Well, will he be writing in my favorite way? <laughs> uh, this is a book that I knew Paul was going to be buying because it's time to go into the list. This is the comic books that we're looking forward to this week. Tomorrow, February 26th. February 26th. It's only tomorrow, listeners, if you are the most dedicated of fans of our podcast. At which point... You would be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Because we're recording it Tuesday night. <laughs> so it'll be up probably about 11. So, uh, the book, of course, listeners, if you're listening to it, that app, like minutes after we posted, you already know because you're that much of a devout fan of our podcast, which is really weird. Uh, thanks, Mom, for listening. Because <laughs> I'm only... Yeah, my parents. If anybody's mom listens, it's Chris's. She she has for the beer reviews. I don't think she would be offended by me calling her mom. No. Okay. Chris's mom? I'm offended, but... I, okay. <laughs> Continue. I, I refer to her as Chris's mom. Yeah, we talked That's about true. <laughs> But anyways, it's Fantastic Four number one written by shock. James Robinson. Yeah, shock. Leonard Kirk! With artist... Of what? X Factor. <laughs> X Factor. This exactly. Book, here's the thing. This book is written and drawn and created for Paul. And Paul alone. And he's not going to like it. But he's going to keep buying it. When all of this is what, all of what Chris said will more than likely be true. Which makes my heart hurt a little bit. How long did you buy X Factor for, Paul? Way too long. No, I, I want an actual, like, how many years? How long have we been doing the podcast? Plus a year. Four, four going on five. So like five or six years yeah. you bought that book. So congratulations, if you Marvel. Mod drops, you have you're like that's six. Well, see, that's a completely different book. Like yeah. at that point, it was a good book, and you weren't mm-hmm. it was being Marvel like, well, Knights. it could get better. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> didn't, it, was good. it didn't need to get better. It was, it was great. So congrats, Marvel. You have Paul's attention for the next five to six years with this book. <laughs> So you can use that time to think about the next book you're going to put oh. out to get Paul's attention. Marvel will never... I, I'm going to say this now. It's my wholehearted belief that Marvel will never do a fi- another five to six year run of any book. It's going to be story arc, story arc. Maybe maybe you get four story arcs out of somebody. And then, boom, new creative team. New number one. It's going to be three years tops. I think. Other than Brian Michael Bendis doing whatever the hell he wants. Well, I mean, that's or, what we just got with it. Daredevil, too. Because mm-hmm. that ended yeah. like last week. Uh, we have a new number one coming out. Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah. 
going to have a new number. Fantastic Four just happened again, second time for Fantastic Four in as many years as we've been doing this Wolverine. podcast. Wolverine, uh, yep. they got 13 issues, and then same writer on Still it. Paul Cornell. Still Paul Cornell, mm-hmm. and they went to another a number one. Yeah, we're not going to get these large, like, Ultimate Spider-Man will be that last book, I think, for Marvel doing just crater going ahead for five six years yeah that's kind of sad I, you know but like let's look at it man let's look you know where's where's that legacy where's that history well it doesn't sell anymore look dc won't even do it yeah but dc but, i mean dc was trying to do something to step up their and game it, it worked and even over even wonder woman's coming to an end that's going to be a sad day for me well it's not coming to an end it's, well Continuing on, David yeah. Finch is going to be handling it. Yeah, well, so it's, it's ending. It's ending as it is, but it's going to be. Yeah, you can say it keeps on, but it's yeah. not Cliff Chang, and it's not. Uh, my my question is: Is there going to be an FF? I they haven't announced. They haven't announced. All right, so probably that, that was the no. one thing I was wondering. And maybe FF won't come back, but come on, that was the second Fantastic Four book. Yeah, like it was amazing that it went on for so long. I was surprised that. You know, when Fantastic Four came back, that FF kept it going. You know, even under Hickman. Yeah. And it was good. It was good. It was good. So I'm picking, uh, number one for Marvel. That must mean, John, you're picking, uh, number one from an independent, <laughs> indie, indie, uh. This is true. Somewhere. You know who continues to put out number ones? Image. Yep. Uh, this is a, uh, this is called One Hit Wonder. It's a number one of five. The Oneaters? The Oneaters, yes. Um, and this is a story by Fabrice Saplowski and Ariel Ovetti. I, I love John's picks for number ones from like independent books because he doesn't even like the cr- he doesn't even know the craters. It's not he just looks at the premise and says, Yeah, that sounds like me. Uh, this is a story of a child actor, mm-hmm. uh, who is very popular and grows up to be one of the world's best hitmen and is a complete and utter horrible bastard murderer. It sounded interesting. It's like, uh, Emmanuel Lewis becoming a hitman? <laughs> yeah! Emmanuel Lewis! <laughs> Is that the right name? It's Webster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I I don't know if it's better or worse that Paul was thinking about <laughs> who, who he was talking about. Where do we stand on this? I was trying to think of when he was running for governor. No, that was... I just love that, that, that he's like the sweetest guy ever. And then Paul's like, that guy, totally a murderer. He also comes up to your shin, but he is a murderer. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> His contracts would never see him coming. <laughs> oh my god, let's write this. Let's write this movie right now. Man, he's not doing anything. We can get him. Oh, totally get him. Uh, that's all I got for it. It, seems, it sounded interesting. Definitely something. I like to check out new number ones. <laughs> I enjoy premises. If you not give, creators. If you give, I not do titles. I do, I do. I there's yeah, I there's know, definitely I people I do follow, but if you give me an interesting premise, I will buy your first issue. 
If you didn't do a good job with it, I will cast you aside. But every once in a while it works. Uh, Ten Grand was one of those ones that I really liked. Daymen, it may take three months between issues, but that's a series that I really did like. I think it, it's in a very interesting. Chris, what do yes. you find really that you do like and really interesting? Well, I also want to hear your alternate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you yeah, can definitely. Yeah. You gotta do both. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know both of them. Um, they're both from Marvel. Uh, my number one pick, it's not a number one, haha! <laughs> oh! You guys, is actually the final issue of the series until it gets relaunched with a new number one. But it's Wolverine and the X-Men number 42 written by Jason Aaron. You know, we've loved this book since it came out, like, mm-hmm. two, three years ago now. It was a surprise hit for, I think, all of us, right? As, like, because yeah, yeah, as Jason Aaron, at that point, was like, oh, he wrote Scalped. Which I which still we, can't get into. Yeah, which both Chris and I, I bought the first trade. I think you did, I too. still have it, yeah. It's yeah on my and shelf. I was like, ooh, two issues in on that first trade, and I'm like, nope. I've tried. I haven't even gotten through the first issue. Like, I've tried reading it. Anytime I go on a trip, like a mm-hmm. vacation or... I'm like away for work and I'm stuck mm-hmm. in a hotel room for a weekend or a week. I bring that with me and I just can't do it. And I picked it up and I'm like, dude, how is he going to write? Because I'm thinking he's going to write a really dark and mean Wolverine from Reading Scalped. How is he going to fit that into like running a school? Yeah. And then it was not. Of no, mean and weird, you know, it's totally crazy Wolverine. and fun. Yeah, it was like completely out there and we. Like, just enjoyed everything, even the back matter of, like, the classes and who they were being taught by. Yeah, like... Well, we did a not-episode about that. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun. It's a fun book, and I'm sad to see it come to an end, even though it's getting a new number one. I don't know who's writing the new series. I know the art is by, like, Mahmoud Asar, who's doing Supergirl. Okay. Um, He's also doing one of the other X-Men books, I think. But... It's not the Jason Aaron X-Men book, which mm-hmm. I came to love. And I'm going to be getting that from Amazing. Because that book's still great. Um, so I'm okay with parting ways with this book. And mm-hmm. going out on good terms with it as we see the first graduating class of the Jean Grey School. It's been a fun ride. And I will always look back fondly upon what we had. Upon your tenure at the Jean Grey School of Higher Learning. What's your alternate? My alternate is actually... Uh, and who was going to pick it? I, I thought John was actually going to pick this because okay. it's Hawkeye number 14. Oh, I didn't realize that was coming out. Yeah, because... You mean number 15 or no, number 14? No. <laughs> no, because they were published out of order because this one was delayed by like three months. Advocating so, you for the, li- the listener. Yep. Asking him the questions that... I was, I was okay. going to touch on that okay. because we got... Ish- uh, the other issues before it that were focused on Kate Bishop in California. And this was supposed to break up those two issues. And it's going to be about the brothers Barton uh, going up against the clown, the killer that's trying to take him out for the Russians. Which I, I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm there. It, it's great. It's Matt Fraction once again with David Aja. That's the team that made me fall in love with this book, seeing them back together again. Especially after like the last issue, I don't know who was on the air, but it just didn't have that same like feel to it. Uh, it... Yeah, well, because I think the, the with the brothers. Yeah, with the brothers. See, I still liked it. No, I still like the book, but it 
the Aja artwork is what sold me on Hawkeye. It wasn't yeah. just Matt Fraction the, writing it. It was the whole package. So seeing him back on this book again. I, I still enjoy, I, ca- I cannot think of the, uh, the alternate, mm-hmm. um, well, because there's name. been like a few, cause they, yeah. But he, he's, through. he's done it throughout. I or, think he, I, Cavella, right? I or think so. Yeah. Cause there's another artist that does mm-hmm. the Kate stuff. Um, and the Kate stuff fits perfect cause it's that sunny mm-hmm. California look. Man, but the Barton story, it, you know, the brother's Barton. Totally reminds me because I just picked up off of Comixology the because of the ninety nine sale for uh, Iron Fist so for for six issues first time I've been reading it. Uh the dad coming back for you know an Iron Fist it's kind of like that a strange family member all of a sudden having you know to share the spotlight in Iron Fist in that thing but it's the kind of like a strange like family and like dealing with that and I'm like. Kind of Are you like the immortal terms. with yeah. with Fraction and Brubaker? Because mm-hmm. it's not his father. He's the previous Iron Fist. Okay. Well, it's not his dad. But he does have a father kind of mentality, father kind of mm-hmm. figure. My bit. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like reading the first three issues. It kind of feels like they're saying it's the father that he thought had died and was going to be the Iron Fist. No, because it, actually it's uh uh Don't Dan everything. Daniel's father is actually was an apprentice to oh, that guy. Okay. Maybe so he, he's like his father's thing. figure's father's figure. Oh. Yeah, it's uh Paul, you were right. It's Francesco Francovella. Hey, well, I'm never right. I <laughs> that, this this was the only issue he's done of Hawkeye. Oh, that was really? Yeah. Oh. There we go. But anyways, uh, we're going long already. It's already an hour in, and we still got our main topic, which I think will take a while. Well, so let me, let's let me finish going. this next beer we got here, and we can get into that. All right. Let's let's go with this beer here, the new old old recipe. <laughs> the new old old. Uh, this is the old version. Um, it's not. It's a lot mellower, smoother and than smokier, I think too. It's got it's it's got it still has depth yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Uh I still I like it. A I year like, old, I enjoy it. I like um, it more a year old. I, I like I'm sorry, it. Sorry, I'm stepping on you, but I'm no, just trying no, to think so long. No, because I no, I I think it it changes the beer enough that they're not the same, mm-hmm. but I would say that it's still really good. It's still it's still a three and a half to four star beer. See, I think this is it gets an extra half because I find it's more well balanced. There's there's nothing stand out about it, which actually dropped it down for me. I think really? it's yeah. it's I it's put this smo- at a two and a half. It's smoother. really wow. it's smoother. You know, it's not as it original the fresh well, Rasputin has bad, Tighter bubbles, where this is kind of looser bubbles, it's smoother. I like it. I like it a lot. It's got a nice smokiness, and there's that dark richness in it still. It gives me just a depth of flavor that's not being overpowered by the alcohol. I'm enjoying it a little more. Hey, it's just not, it's hey. not for me. I understand. Everything, everything does that. And why don't, why don't we pause, since we're running a little long, and... We'll do the round robin of picking these off the air. Okay. 
of uh, picking our tournaments. Picking our three events. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do that. Oh, I need a pen. All right, everybody. Give me a pen. John needs a pen because this is extreme. So we. I have paper and a pen already. Paul, I, I think I have it we, up on my computer screen. We each drew an event. We will not be looking at the events until so we, we picked our team. Drafted our team. But first, we need to talk about who we're representing. And Paul, you already yeah. like picked yours at the beginning of the show. So Liberia, because come on, it's Doctor Doom's country. You got to represent. <laughs> For a uh, despot that is just trying to save face. Ayo! So you do realize everyone you pick is trying to win a medal for Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, it's just to be clear. The yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be winning a medal for Doctor Doom? Uh, and I'm gonna pick Party Central of the World Mandapore. Really? <laughs> why not? <laughs> they got the money to fund it. Yeah, it all comes from, like, human <laughs> trafficking. <laughs> They're going to buy these gold medals. Wow, okay, well, I was, was going to pick something actually, like... Serious? Up, yeah, uplifting and kind of, like, cool, I thought. I had to pick a in, a totally invented comic book country. That's why I went and with Mandapore. Like, okay, of all the comic book countries, hey, Latveria gets some bad rep. When it's not being ruled by Doctor Doom, it's a really great country. People great can eat. Kills. Yes, <laughs> they're hey. not being killed by Doombots in the street. <laughs> hey, they only it's get a veritable killed. Wonderland. <laughs> they're only being killed by do- by Doombots when they're protesting. You know, walking outside after curfew, whatever. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, all of mine will be vying for a medal for the mystical. Birthplace of uh, Kung Fu, the city of Kunlun. Oh, oh. that's a good one. City. Uh, no, it's I thought like you were going to go with the... Uh, Madripoor is a city, too. Yeah, though, that's so. true. The Inhumans. I thought you were going to go... Blue Side of the Moon? Yeah. All right. Well, I, Chris, I was also is... thinking about Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're uh, racist, so you don't want to... Chris, I'm not racist. Chris, this was your baby. I picked Kunlun. <laughs> oh, no. John said no. earlier. No. That was not recorded. That was not recorded. Nobody knows what you're talking Chris, about. Chris, uh, you got to pick first for the event. Uh, you also get to pick for your first character. Oh, well, well thank you. This is your baby. This, this is my baby. Uh, when I think about winter sports, there's only one yeah. country that I can go to that's actually not from my own. It's Canada. It's Canada. Uh, we are a hashtag. We are winter for uh, their Olympic events. And for that, I am going with the one and the only, the North Star yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. Jean Paul Boulier. Because he was an Olympic skier <laughs> before. He became, yeah. He's number one in the draft. It's it's obvious. It's it's. Wait! Wow! Wait! And, and just as we did like, blow up the draft it, board. It's not. It's not said that you have to pick, like, ice or winter-themed heroes or anything like that. It's just like, that's where I automatically thought to go. Yeah. No, it was... Sorry. Yeah. not mean to rub my foot up your leg. That's all right, buddy. I did not mean to say that on microphone either. <laughs> uh, well, my my first pick is someone who actually has changed his uniform to a snowy white. Uh, it's going to be Magneto. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Well... 
Don't see how he's going to compete well in uh, the Olympics. Uh, Better hope he doesn't have bobsled. (laughs) (laughs) Or that the other... I'm going with the the fastest girl in skates, Golden Glider. (laughs) Wouldn't mind playing for Latveria either. You know, big fan of the cold, a.k.a. her brother, Len Snark, Captain Cold. Uh, and can keep up with the Flash, the fastest man alive. You try to beat her on any kind of ice surface on skates, I think I'm winning that competition right there. I, I do want to say that I've had enough beer that I don't really even care about my yeah, see, that's, writing. That, like, what, what does that even say? That was supposed to be Magneto. This is supposed to say Magneto. It's it Meg, says, ooh, Meg, it looks like Meg, Meg, it looks like Meg Knight. It looks like Meg Hole. <laughs> I just started just, and I, I got the M-E-G, and I was like, I'm just going to scribble it. I don't care. Uh, I, hold on. Are you proud that you're a better writer after you had more beer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't care. Zing. Zing. But Paul. Oh. Is your pick again, then? Ooh, we already took off North Star. Uh, you know what? This is, this is comic books, so we can go to other worlds, right? Yeah. That's fine. Um, you're not, Stuck I, in like one, you know. So I need to go. Are, well, should they have to be from Earth? So, well, that's what I'm asking. That's, oh, I thought you were talking about like Marvel and DC. I, I, I think they have to be from Earth. Okay, this is the Olympics. It's the Olympics. Okay, so I can't pick the Black Racer, the fastest man on skis, and I can't pick Silver Surfer to be my snowboarding champion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I no. Would say they should probably be from Earth. They gotta be from Earth. Okay. Since we're throwing away the country restrictions, I'm saying, yeah, at least the planet. Yeah, good call. You know, I just need somebody. Okay, well, then, if I can't pick Silver Surfer, who is amazing on, a, on his cosmic surfboard, maybe I'll pick somebody that was recently on his awesome cosmic surfboard, Daredevil, who did, who was able to really rip 10 on that. He didn't, he didn't and, enjoy it. And I think... It was a fun issue. Daredevil too. could do some great stuff on the snow pipe. On the half pipe. You, yeah, you put him on like the yeah. like the free skiing, whatever yeah. that's called. Like the free ski skiing stuff, or even like. on the snowboard. I think he could do really well for my team. Um, you know, and sometimes he has to do celebrity <laughs> events for things that he doesn't really want to do. Because, hey, it's Matt Murdock. He's Daredevil. Come... Hang out in the loft area. And I, I like the fact that everyone knows it now. Yeah. Legit. Uh, again. <laughs> uh, testified. Well, then I have to pick his arch nemesis of Bullseye. But Ooh. He is. Good, good he, play by John there. Unfortunately, he is in an Iron Maiden right now. This is, this is, I thought we were picking them at their peaks. Are we? I'm going to make a strong argument. <laughs> no matter what event he gets into. It's like, no. Isn't, the isn't Golden Man? Glider dead, though? Yes. Not in the New 52. Oh, is I she think. even in the New 52? Yes, yes she is. <laughs> I, I have not been reading Flash. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny that. I think she's crazy to cover. It's Bullseye. Bullseye. It's the, you're picking their character at their peak. Because I'm not picking the Magneto that doesn't have his magnetic magnetic, mag, little, little? M- magnetic powers. 
Gris, go ahead. For my number two pick, I need to pick someone who is at home in the snow. Mm-hmm. For them, this is just another day in the park. So why not pick someone who's made of snow and ice? Bobby Drake, the Iceman. Oh, yeah. oh really? I'm, I'm surprised it took... Yeah. I, I, the only reason I didn't pick him this round is because Paul picked Daredevil, and I was like, well, i got to put my bullseye pick now. Yeah, yeah. He was on my list. I think he's on. I don't think he's on everybody's list. <laughs> he's a quick pick. That's like, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, in case we get. Oh, wait, it's not my round. It's, it's uh, John. John, my turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with someone who's got some amazing agility. Mm-hmm. He's got the spider sense, and that's gonna be Spider Man. Spider Man. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Has he superior. Would... Or he, Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Okay. He would kill it. I don't know, maybe not. Uh, you know, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be it'll be a tough call. Tough call. I'm I thinking. Just, I, just, I, I just wanted to throw that thing. Tony. I'm thinking back to the Tony Hawk Pro Skater like two, <laughs> where you can unlock Spider-Man by putting in the. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, I was also thinking, man, that's going to be an amazing goalie. He'll always sense it coming. Unless it's his friend, or the puck, which is black, is actually Venom. Mm. <laughs> Why would the puck be Venom? Because I have villains on my team, <laughs> and we would do such a thing. The puck is not vulcanized rubber, it is symbiote. <laughs> Why would anyone do that? The cooler they keep it in, they stole it from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. It's, it heads, it heads Venom in there. We're, we're seeing Olympics being held. Russia. Which is basically Latveria. <laughs> yeah, does anyone else find it, like, a little shady that they have the most medals? Like, <laughs> that, that kind of, hey, hey, that kind of hit me as We like, wanted to bring our athletes home safe, Chris. And there was only one way to do it. We'll do audition for Olympic. Drink vodka and snow. <laughs> like, whoever don't be a first win gold. Because if you go gold, you lose gold. I don't know. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Uh, well, new new event. Look at Len's tomb longest. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to decipher what you said through your Russian accent, and then I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" Thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, since I <laughs> drink it like a Russian imperial too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I got my acrobat out of the way. Now I need somebody also ho- that's home in the cold. Uh, somebody that comes for him, a bitter climate, you know, who may be a gypsy princess, maybe not, who knows. Uh, Ice from DC Comics, wow. you know, she, she can slope, you know, slope, slope the ice her way, you know. I, I really think she, she can do well for me. Gardner is a big, uh, totally. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I don't, Chris. Paul, I don't do enough draft stuff to know who I go next. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. everybody went first. Everyone once. went. Yeah. Uh, well, no, well, we're on our third, so you're picking your third, your last for the third. <laughs> and then it snakes back to you. Yeah. Okay, so you already picked, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just went in your third. Um, 
North Star's my speedster. Also flies. A little, a little unfair. Iceman's at home in the snow. I need someone that's agile and knows what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Daredevil's a really good pick. <laughs> well, you can't pick him. I know, I can't pick him. I'm going to pick yellow suit Daredevil, please. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna Iron Fist. I'm gonna pick. Who's your home? I know. I know. Who's your home country? That's what who's I'm thinking. As, but who masqueraded as Daredevil during Civil War? Ronan. Oh wait. Can I? Can I please uh, pick? He, Daredevil <laughs> masqueraded as Ronan. Can wait, I please uh, pick Nerdy New Avengers? Um. Can I please pick Nomad? <laughs> I know. I'm. Uh, I was thinking about Danny Rand, but. Mm-hmm. I have someone else I really want to pick, but right, I, I picked her before for stuff, so I will go with the Iron Fist. Oh, you picked her. And hopefully they have Kung <clears throat> Fu as a new addition to no, the Winter Olympics. Well, I mean, he can, they moved it away from the Summer Olympics. He can charge his chi into other things now. He's learned that ability. Uh, uh, Chris, you get to go again. Yeah. So I get first Yeah, okay. you get four, first pick on number four. Oh, that's right. Oh, we're doing three. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. Well, I, I'll go right into who I want to pick before then. Who's 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 this girl? Well, she's Psylocke. Oh. she's she's pretty nimble. She's quick on her feet. Something I would look for in a figure skater should it come down to that. Hmm. I, I'm, I don't know if she's on remember. skate, but she's an assassin. So Vince Kerrigan never won gold. Yeah, but Michelle Kwan. I was thinking. I'm sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> how I got that mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, like, I think Silek would do quite well in the Olympics. If only fencing was in the Winter Olympics. Oh, you know, man. For a while there, like, as soon as we do our Summer Olympics, I know who I'm picking. The Summer Olympics, didn't they just happen? It's like two years ago, right? Two years ago, yes, in London. Yeah, because it's not like a two and two. Yeah. Uh, what was horrible, I was thinking of picking an all-psychic team to just, like, mind just totally all of the judges. Like, my first pick in the Olympics... Professor Xavier. Yeah. But Paul, he can't walk. Yeah, but we can yeah, just but... jam him into that bobsled. <laughs> he'll just... Yeah, but he'll think real hard and he'll win gold. <laughs> Everyone will just see him do something fantastic. Yes. Uh, so is it my turn now or your, your turn? All right. Uh, you always have to have some bit of luck on your side. And I'm going to go with one of my favorites, Longshot. Yeah. See, uh, I, I, I thought about him too. I'm like... But isn't he from Mojo World? Oh, yeah, I can't pick him then. Can't pick him. I can't pick him. No. He's not a real person. He's got four fingers. Oof. Oof. Created by Mojo, right? Oof. Man. All right, give me two seconds here. All right. Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to go. What? You go. Go ahead. Go. I I had to pick a sharpshooter. Somebody that... uh, can get a puck in the net if they need to, or also be really good at the biathlon, the shooting portion of it. So I'm going Hawkeye. Hmm. Oh. You know, just uh, keeping with the books that I've been enjoying reading, <laughs> mostly, and also, except for, you know, Ice. Uh, so, yeah, there's my sharpshooter. I was thinking either him or Deadshot, and I think Deadshot might be a little lost on Ice, but I think... Clint Barton, he joined the circus. Yeah, I think I think he, I, I think he could do anything. I think he's going to be do, do pretty good. You know, I I uh, I need somebody with some speed on my team, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go Wally West, Flash. Yeah, but can lightning run on ice? 
Ooh, cool running's joke. <laughs> there it is. There, there, there it was. Go ahead. I get to go yeah, again too. Go, go again. Yep. Uh, loop it around. I'm gonna go Batman. Strategist. He's nimble. He's got some strength. He's got oh, so some. So they brawn. added having your parents kill <laughs> to the Olympics this year, eh? See. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh. Ooh, Chris, go ahead. Alfred's okay. gonna be making hot cocoa for everybody, and everybody's gonna be so happy on my team. I'm just saying because uh, right now you've picked so many of the t- people that I was gonna pick. Really? That I am like I had ten people listed, and honestly, I knew Narstar Star was gonna go number one, so I should not have even written him down and picked him as ten. Yeah, That's why like, I didn't even put yeah. uh, Iceman. On yeah, my... I knew Iceman was probably going to go, but I was hoping I could snag him. But yeah, that's why I put Ice also on the list because I'm like, okay, that's my alternative. Makes sense. Um, uh, let's see. I just had someone in mind. Ooh, I dropped my pen. Touch my face. <laughs> um. Yes. This is a tough one. Because I only have two picks left, and I want both of them to count. My last pick is a throwaway for a goalie. That's. Oh, it's probably Thing, because you want him in net. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's a brick house. He mighty mighty. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe we get curling and someone who's good at. See, bullshot, bull, bullseye, and, or deadshot, which, you know, are, you know, it's gonna come down to those people. And like, you know, just slide in that rock. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go avalanche. <laughs> wow! <laughs> We're curling. Yeah. See, I think ice might have a little advantage of, uh, getting it there. Uh, wow. For curling. <laughs> Alright. There's so much fun this in is, that beard. This is like, who knows? We could get like the worst events ever because we literally drew yeah. them out of a hat. We, and we haven't looked. If I. Throwing that rock. You know, the, the country that's won the most gold medals is Norway. And I tried to look up Norwegian, uh, superheroes. And the only one I could find is, uh, Goo? Gru? Oh, okay, yeah. By the, Sergio. Uh, yeah, the, the, like, uh. Barbarian. Barbarian, kind of. yeah. But, and I'm like, no, I can't pick him. He needs a sword in his hand to do anything, otherwise he's completely useless. Um. And then I'm like, okay, Canada, Puck, no, just. I, I thought, I thought Puck, he, just for, shi- yeah. sh- for shiggles. Yeah, and I'm like, no, oh, that doesn't work. The songbird, though. <laughs> what are we waiting for here, Paul? It's a lot I'm stalling for time as I try to pick. Go ahead, John. Pick, pick your, do you have five? Or? Yeah, I have five. Oh, okay. Then I need my fifth. Yeah, you need to be five. Okay, I need. So I'm going to pick my uh, my goalie right now, and that's going to be Plastic Man. Because he's, he's a shyster. He'll do anything for money. He doesn't mind playing for Latveria. And uh, he can take the shape of the neck. You won't get anything. Why wouldn't you go Mr. Fantastic? Just because he wouldn't be on that team? The one, because it would be harder for him to actually take the shape in the net, because he always kind of stays. But Plastic Man, whoop. yeah, and also he probably wouldn't be on that team. <laughs> He's on my list, in case Plastic Man was taken before. <laughs> 
anybody can go next because I'm going to have to like really think about who I want here. Because, like I said, I was those Plastic Man and Mister Fantastic were the last two people on my list that weren't already taken. Um. <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna go first then because I started yeah. talking and Chris is on his phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I have. Uh, I'm in it for the fun. I'm gonna go for another person that's got some great agility, has some strength, and is also known for his brain. Beast. Okay. Hank McCoy. I would say that he's gotten some, uh, some, uh, you know, medical work done in order to, you know, make him more beast-like. So that might come into judging, I think, a little bit. Maybe they'll look at that whole procedures that he went through. I think this is them at their peaks. This is them not having procedures. Uh, Frankio, uh, Francavella did an awesome Fantastic Four in a bobsled, uh, picture. <laughs> Sam. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty good. So, Paul, do you want to go next? No, go ahead. Gonna... Go ahead. <clears throat> you don't have to be big to be in goal. And I think everyone I have is a little bit more spry. And they'd be able to get where they need to be. So my next pick for funsies. That's what Beast was. Beast was for funsies. Hmm. I got my next pick. You ready? Yeah, do you want to go? Black Widow. From Russia. Yeah. The winner of this Olympics. Home of this country. You know, it just... I need to, like, look at a list of characters, and I'm like, no, why didn't I not pick her? Why was she not even on my list? Dude, any kind of downhill mogul, <clears throat> any kind, you know, she can ski. She is born and bred. She can like, ski, Chris. <laughs> she can ski. Biathlon, like, she's the she, one to she do it. She can ski, she can shoot. Yeah, like, you know. I love, like, we did, like, we're picking, like, for, like, you have to pick for hockey. I mean, everyone, you... you because you're picking six. But yeah. it'd be great if, like, we didn't get hockey. Black Widow, like, she could be the center on my hockey team because she'll come up with a plan of how to execute bing, bang, boom. Oh, I put her up as a forward. Like, just up in it. Yeah, I want want her back and forth, you know, calling out things, like passing it to Hawkeye, you know, centering, the, giving the centering pass to Hawkeye to just jam it in that. Jam it in. All right, Chris. I was hoping to think of my sixth one while Paul was talking. I didn't. Hey, I, I will. That. I will go with another Russian. Vladimir and just make him goalie. I've that. That's what I was thinking. But he's, he's burly, and there's really no lifting stuff involved. But yeah. But you Russia, eat. you know, the number like number two or number three in all-time uh, Olympic medals for in winter. So you know. I'm going to the Colossus. Oh, Summer Olympics is going to be such a better game. <laughs> we already had the summer go by. I know, we missed it. Way to go, London. They didn't yeah. let us know. Here's us not caring about that. Hey, I'll we cared that. about, uh, you know, Doctor Who. Yeah, we'll drink this. I was, I was trying to throw it into the beer. Yeah, let's, let's start drinking this beer. I think... Uh, I think we're all hoping for this, which is a victory. 
Was this like the fresh the one? This was the fresh one. I think they changed their. It's it, it tastes, tastes different. It tastes it's a little different. bit more like hoppy. Yeah, it does taste a, a little more hoppy. This is the Storm King Stout, and this is this. If I if I were just to take a sip of this and not know the beer, I would say this is black IPA. Yeah, yeah, just from the look and also the flavor. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it still says it's nine point one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's the bot like the label yeah, on but it. We've also malted the heck out of our tongues. Yeah, yeah, but this would be like the maltiest of malteds. Yeah, that's yeah. why I saved this one for last. Like this um, is such a great beer. Normally, it just it's, knocks my socks off. I love this one. And it's, it's the exact same labeling, it, which it it's got to be the exact same beer. It might just be an off batch. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, the, I still get some. I got this nice before with richness. it being with it being in the four pack. It's still a really, it's still a tasty beer. Um, we might have done too much having. I really, I think it might just be off. I don't know. Um, but it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste as good as it normally does. It could be an off batch, but Storm King, it is one of my favorites. It does taste a lot hoppier than I ever thought it ever was. Yeah. I, 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 I... I don't think I'll ever taste it this hoppy again. It smells hoppy on the nose, too. Do we think it was mislabeled? It's just weird right now. Uh, I don't know what the chances of that happening are, but... This I don't not feel like tasty. I should well, review they, it right now, because, Victory, it doesn't, because all I'm getting is the hop, and that's yeah. not what this beer is. Victory... Uh, I don't even know if they do a black IPA. Mm-hmm. But if they did, it would be... Great. This, this is a really good this, black this IPA. This is a great black IPA. But I don't think anybody will go to the store and buy this. Yeah, this this is it's either our taste buds right now or something something really Something's got to be bad if, that we all are getting the hops off of it. If we had had like a lot of hoppy beers, I would understand like our taste buds being thrown off, but it's been all stouts all day like Yeah, but they've I all have, been super big stouts. I have that hoppy after like feeling in my mouth though, yeah, like, it, yeah it definitely has hop to it well why don't we pause it we'll chuck this open up the age i don't want to chuck it it's not no, bad no, it's good it's I just like not what it. I i'm enjoying expecting. this, this all right is nice well let's finish drinking this stop talking about how bad it is and let us we're all like well we're ju- well it's good i it's a good black ipa but it's not mm-hmm. a good russian imperial Ooh, guys i got cross crunchy skiing basically the marathon of skiing, alpine skiing sport. I have figure skating. Ooh, that's open up mine. And I have bobsled. <laughs> four, four man bobsled, right? Yep, got the bobsled. I was worried about getting skeleton because I don't know what I have on that one. Oh, I need somebody with endurance. Cross country skiing, I have to go with Black Widow. You know, just because I think she will see it through to the end. Like no matter are we, how hard are we picking them and then yeah and then and then saying like we all pick who we're gonna yeah. do and then say why we think they're on gonna my win. team I'm going Black Widow I think she's the one that could make it go on my team that would make it the distance uh honestly I think she's the one uh for my team to do this because it's not a showy thing she's just there to get it done and do it fast. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put Spider-Man on that. He's got agility, he's got leg strength, he's got the ability to go 
cross country. What's kills the I... spider? <laughs> Black widow spider. <laughs> Come on. Regular spider versus Black Widow spider. Black Widow spider wins. So have either of you guys read Amazing X-Men number three? No. No, no yes. I was going to say you read yeah, it. Yeah, I, I have. Because I'm going to put North Star as my cross-country skier. Oh, why didn't I put Flash? <laughs> I'm an idiot. Because you know who just like raced across hell and then went back to Wolverine and be like, no, I haven't seen anything. I'll go again. Why didn't... It was North Star. You're right. On skis? Well, no. But he could well, do he's still about... doing it fast. I, Why didn't was... I pick Flash? I'm an idiot. North Star was a downhill skier. He wasn't a cross-country skier. And I'm pretty sure I've seen him walk places. <laughs> <laughs> Durance, uh, man. Durance. All right, he's, so... He's Canadian. He's at home in that. How many people do we have to pick for bobsled? Four? Are we doing the four-man? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, for my figure skating, I'm gonna go for the man that has absolute luck. And that is going to be... Remember, I shot. Long, no, no, I couldn't long do long shot. shot. That's right. Team. I was looking, I was looking for him too. He, uh, it probably just something looks skating, like I said. There's nothing else I could do other than Golden Glider. She's the one on skis, on uh, skates, all the time. She, she dazzles the flash. It's... She is made for this, this competition. I, if she doesn't get gold, I'm going to definitely look at the North, the East German judge. Do you want to go? No, you go ahead and go. I, I talked about this one for mine. She's light, she's nimble. Psylocke. Like, I, I think. No mind games here, sir. No mind games. She would have the most amazing outfit. Did you see the figure skating for uh, this they, year? They're like scored on like outfit uh, yeah, choices yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've always been. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um, yeah part of this. I thought that changed technique. recently with like they the whole like ice dancing also, yeah. thing. Like now that they don't have to constantly be touching, but have to maintain mm-hmm. a distance. Yeah, with ice. That's uh, that hasn't been. Uh, I don't see. I don't watch the Olympics ever. Hmm. This was all news to me. I guess he didn't have family in the Olympics recently. No. <laughs> I know you're. <laughs> Kate said that I sounded really uh like a dick when I told her to said that to her the other day. So, you know, she mentioned it when we were out at the bar with your mom. Mm-hmm. And because, anyways, it was a stupid story. And I derailed the podcast here. I'm sorry. Right. That's what producers do? I'm I'm going to go bullseye for my figure skating. <laughs> he's, he's in an Iron Maiden. <laughs> They're just, they just wheel him out there, and, <laughs> and he's just out there, card. and people are like, wow, we feel so bad for him. <laughs> Somebody just gives him a push. He just blinks along to the music. I'm, try, right. I'm trying to think of a song that you can just stay still to, but I got nothing. Oh. Uh, so then... The, it actually works out perfect because it's yeah. a four-person team, so the rest of your team is in your bobsled. All right, that would be for my team: Daredevil, Ice, Hawkeye, and Plastic Man. Uh, Magneto, Flash, Batman, and Beast. I have Ice Man, Iron Fist, Avalanche, and Colossus. Mm. Colossus is a good break man. No, you wouldn't want him up. Front. No, I. 
I would want him as the guy that like throws the bobsled down the tunnel. If he throws it, he's a he's a brake man from what I remember in Cool Runnings. But if you want him up front, you you want to weigh the front more in order to you know get a faster time. Well, then I'd so. want to wait in the front, and then I would have Avalanche as the guy in the back. Well, we'll, we'll discuss this. Mm-hmm. Are we going to just go right into the bobsled then and discuss yeah, why your team would win? Let's discuss this because I think it's you know less one on one, and yeah. there's a lot more to discuss here with the bobsled team. Um, I'm definitely having mm-hmm. Hawkeye as my driver because you know he's he, going he's he's to find the line. line. He's going to find that line. And that's the most important part of bobsled, as we learned in the two-woman uh, bobsled versus the United States and Canada. If you don't find that line, man, you uh, you can't get the gold, which was very upsetting for USA. Hmm. Uh, Ice, I think I will have as the big for the big push. Uh, you know, because I think she'll be able to. I don't know, there to keep those blades nice and. Uh, Nice and lubricated on that ice. So ice is cheating. <laughs> Pretty much. She's playing for Latveria, after all. Uh, Daredevil can sense. I'm going to have him right behind uh, Hawkeye to sense any kind of danger, anything coming up, you know, to give a little tap, a little hint here or there to make sure that the line stays true. And then uh, Plastic Man will be in the third and just... Uh, Plastic Man is the bobsled, actually. <laughs> Pretty much, he's is a bobsled and also my third man, because uh, that's a great idea. I love it. You're welcome. Um, I don't think he can beat that. I, don't, I really don't. I guess I don't have Colossus up front, weighing it down, weighing it down, and he's also gonna just have such a great push at the beginning there. Mm-hmm. Like also, I think Avalanche is gonna help out with that a bit too. Even he's in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Iceman is going to give us a little bit more traction on the ice, and he's going to help direct us a little bit. And Iron Fist is along for the ride. He funded it. He actually paid for the uh, the uniforms, which all have dragons on them. And Dan Rand, like corporate Rand Corporation. Uh, yeah, it was sponsored. corporately sponsored. Mm-hmm. You smell the difference in that? Where we just opened up the other beer as John starts talking about yeah. his bobsled team. This had to be a different beer that we had before in a Storm King. Um, all right, so my big push going to be the Flash. He's going to get that ultimate start, use that super speed to get us going. Uh, you have Batman. He's going to be the driver, but he's also funding... This team, with his billions of dollars, you have his mind and uh, Hank McCoy building the perfect bobsled. You got Magneto in there, who's watching Picking out the best medals and just keeping it all uh, together. Also, he's watching you guys ride and holding you back. <laughs> he is holding both of you guys back. Not when nope. my bobsled's made out of plastic, Manny. Is it? <laughs> that- oh! Mine's made out of ice. <laughs> Those weren't called while you were doing it. Yeah. No, yeah, actually, I, I called, called it for Pauls. I called, he called it. Hey, he called it. Yeah. Sean and then I said, yeah, I'm going, yeah, that's a great idea. And yes, I'm stealing that idea and taking it. You didn't call it. I didn't know that was going to be a thing that we would have to <laughs> said. Well, he held Chris back, so I definitely beat Chris. <laughs> that's true. 
Uh, I have to agree, Chris. I'm and sorry. he also will be able to not only with Flash's big push to get us going at a huge speed, will also be forcing us faster. Wally Wallace did help push Superboy Prime into the speed force. So, yeah, I do understand that big push. And Magneto is going to be pushing us even faster than we're already going. <clears throat> with Hank McCoy designing a perfect thing, Bruce Wayne funding it all to have everything perfect, I think I got the perfect bobsled team. Wait, who's who's Secret Driver? Batman. Can't find that line. You just can't find that line. He's too busy looking for justice. <laughs> <laughs> He's too worried about... <laughs> the Olympics is going on in Ro- Russia, by the way. I think he's a little preoccupied with uh, all the non-justice going around. All the non-justice. He, I think he doesn't even show up for the event. Ace of the Bad Hound's been shot outside. <laughs> because he was a stray dog. Oh my goodness. The American team wasn't able to rescue him in time. This this is Storm King. Yes. I just smelled my beer. Okay. I'm, do before, we want to do another event? Before, or do you want to do like metal standings? Right. Metal standings? Uh, okay. Alright, I will... I will concede that I'd probably have to take bronze if Magneto is cheating. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I can say that Hawkeye is able to find the best line for, for the race, and I think that's what it comes down to on bobsled. But honestly, John, you, you made a perfect, perfect argument for your by, team. By cheating. <laughs> well, <laughs> che- well, yeah. Of course. I'm playing for my That's, very that is not mine. Number, number one pick, Magneto, he was, in hockey, yeah. he was going to be fucking everybody's skates up. Like, that was his job. <laughs> he was a defenseman that just stayed behind. He was going to be the goalie. Except Iceman wouldn't be wearing skates. Yeah. <laughs> and Ice wouldn't have been wearing skates either. She would have just been her own skates. But everyone but, else on your team. Yeah. Oh, why was your goalie being pulled out of your net? Plastic Man? He would have made his own organic skates with his feet. Yeah. But they wouldn't skate as good as real shark yeah, skates. But he's, I'm just saying. He would be... Yeah, but he's he goalie. Be, he just takes the shape of the net, and he's fine. He is the net <laughs> he's the and net. the goalie. All right. So are we... Am yeah, I, am you, I you getting gold. gold on that? I get silver... For uh, bobsled, uh, I will take bronze for Kunlun. And uh, we have this, to... the next beer. Would we say this takes gold, silver, or bronze? Mm. This is I never checked into the last beer. Mm. Nice and multi, but also it's got a it's got a pinching. Like I don't get the pinching. I still have a bit of what is like slightly hoppy from that first victory in my mouth, and that's what I'm saying. Is that like pinching? You know, I think we need to hit a couple, get a couple yeah, sips I think on this. I need this. to go back to it. Mm-hmm. This is, oh, but there's a nice smoke to it. Nice this roundness. is closer to it. But this is what a real Storm King is. I don't know. It, it seems thinner than it has before, though. Yeah. I don't know if it's oh. because it's well, aged. Well, I think because it's, it's, it's because it's mm-hmm. aged. Um, 9.1%. I don't know. If, if this is what the nor- new Storm King is going to be like, that kind of very big black IPA, it's, it's not. A, don't label it as a stout, though. It's it's still good, mm-hmm. but it's not the beer that I fell in love with. No, it's not it's the not beer that worth 
twelve ninety nine for a four pack. Yeah. Would not be my go to stout. Yeah, I, I'm glad that Old Rasputin's still around for that. Um, but yeah, let's let, let's do a couple more okay, sips onto this about, beer uh, and what, where do we? What, what's the next event? Do you want cross country skiing or do you want? Uh, well, I figure skating. Oh, figure skating is a big draw, so we have to finish. With that. People yeah. love figure skating. And here's the now. thing: is Chris, Chris has got gold on cross country skiing. Are we? What are we gonna say that? No, I'm Black so- Widow. I'm sorry, but a man, man. a man with super speed is going to finish. A Canadian with super speed. He is going to finish. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, Chris has got gold. It's down to you and me for silver. And who do you have? Spider-Man. Versus Black Widow. Uh, one, he's got agility and he's got, he's stronger. He's got super strength. He's going to propel himself farther and he's going to be able to roll with anything that comes to his punch. He's going to know what's coming up. Yeah. He's got it on Black Widow. Oof. I don't know. This, this is actually a tough one. Black Widow. Yes. She, she, she how is. How many times has she been on skis for missions? She's like probably. Almost every time I see her Black Widow, in a comic book where Black, she's not like. Black Widow has, she has got it. If she was up against another person that's just human that doesn't have anything special to her she would beat them i would say black widow she'd give anybody a run for their money who's just human what about batman <laughs> well he's, yeah probably i i, I, skiing, I just yeah, yeah for any kind of skiing she's russian uh, but you it are. It would be a miracle on skis for anybody else to beat her. But are well, you, then. are you saying that Black Widow is going to be able to beat someone who has superpowers? <sighs> I've never seen Spider-Man on skis. Yeah. It's uh, Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure that there is at some point he has made skis out of webs. But he doesn't have his Baseball webs. Shooters. Because he said uh, organic no, no, no. shooters are lame. I'm just saying they're, they're that kind of he lame. has he's practiced on it. Uh, his wife was a model slash movie star. He's gone skiing. I'm saying this guy, even it. You're, sorry, what's the logical jump w- w- of his wife hey, was a hey, model slash movie star? Movie stars and models get invited to do special things. And, and you they know bring what happens? Lame husbands. You know what happens to those husbands that go out skiing? They run into a tree and die. See, up, <laughs> Sonny Bono. And here's the thing: I see like, other people. I feel like if this those are the- downhill skiing. This is cross country skiing. Yeah, that's true. I feel like this is the thing that I probably would have seen in like the like Sunday Spider-Man comic strip. Like, mm-hmm. okay, if they do go off because she's doing like a shoot yeah. in the snow somewhere, and Peter's like. He's going to be off exploring the city, and then he's going to be all, like, stopping robbers. He's not going to be skiing. But this is the thing, is these guys are going into the Olympics, so they're going to be practicing their uh, no, o- no, event. No. My my idea is it's the Beyonder just steals these people. Oh, so it's like a Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah, kind of Secret Wars. Where they're like, oh, no, now you have to do. All I'm saying is... is like, now you have to do this. <laughs> a normal a person that doesn't have anything that enhances them is not going to beat someone with 
super strength and, and super agility. He has super agility. He's going to recognize how he needs thing, to be on that ski. But does he he's have a, the blood to pick up with the put up with the cold? Yeah, he he's fucking he's a superhero in New York City. Yeah, but here's the thing: he's a superhero in New York City. City. He's probably never been on a mountain in his life. Mm-hmm. This is totally Spider-Man out of his element. He doesn't have any big buildings to swing off of. Yeah. And he actually has to stay on the ground. The, like, like, but he has, he, he's going to project himself farther because he has super strength. He is going to glide farther. He has the agility the thing is, to balance okay, on gonna there. Go, he's going to go, oh, I'm push him. He's a nerd. He's gonna fall face first. He's not a nerd anymore. He's kick he is out of the He skis. is a person that has agility, super agility, and super strength. You locked yourself into uh, bikes, your bicycle, right? How easy was it to click yourself out? It's actually pretty easy once you have it calibrated perfectly. Once you have it calibrated perfectly, how often have we seen Peter Parker on skis? How often? I've never seen Black Widow on skis. Every mission she's ever been on has been like on skis. She has been. She has been. All right, she's rushing. She has been trained to kill people. She's not trained to be a skier. Kill people in Russia. I've seen James Bond on skis, and he's not Russian. I, I, he's not a Russian assassin. I feel like to get through assassin school in Russia. Yeah. You got to You got You have to get at least a smiley face. Even had to get even through if, Siberia. All right. All right. But here's trans, the thing trans, is he has super strength. He's going to glide farther. He is going to move more quickly and he's using his arms which are for that he's been swinging with. He has that upper body strength to propel him. Mm-hmm. He has strength that's going to glide him farther than a normal human being. Yeah, but And she Yes, she has been trained, but she is a normal person. She knows exactly which snow is too powdery to try to go through versus I, the ones that's packed down. I've and never will, like, watched glide cross through. country skiing, so I don't know what. That, goes I don't into think it. that's that's not something that. Can we look up a video of cross country skiing on YouTube? You please. do have to go uphill, and you basically keep on doing loops. Oh. So up somebody hill, with agility that in super and strength is going to be better at that. No, because he, much like any race, you have I to learned how to cross country ski in gym. Okay, it took me about maybe fifteen minutes to get it down, and then I was just cross country skiing all over the place. Oh, it is not a hard thing to do. It is not hard at all. All right, John. They're very well. Claim your silver medal. I, somebody with super strength is going to beat somebody of a normal human being at this. All I'm saying. I understand your argument. I was just trying to make the argument that somebody that has basically been born I, in the cold winter of Russia is a bit, a little bit more adept and used to being on skis. And that's, that's, that's what got me with it. I think, I think she's going to be she would be more skilled at it, mm-hmm. but somebody that's going to be able to propel themselves further, faster, and... You're saying the brunt, just going at it uh, with a full, just brunt force, uh, trudging of a way, will beat out skilled, precision, perfect uh, execution. And with that amount of strength, it's hard for me to argue against it.
if it was like you said, any other man, any other person, if if I picked Bullseye for that, I think she would be a better yeah. skier than Bullseye. Right. If you if I if I had Hawkeye on my team, I'd say she'd be a better skier than. Now, Hawkeye. who would be a better cross country skier than Colossus or Spider Man? It, it would have to be Colossus. I think if you're going to be using that brute strength to propel yourself, I think somebody with uh, with that strength would do that. But I think the agility that he has, the balance that Spider-Man has, would help. But he's not as strong as Colossus. And he's also not native Russian who won more medals <laughs> in would, the Winter Olympics than... Would be, Co- Colossus be constantly changing form, like... Using his arms to propel himself and then going to human form to slide farther? I don't think so. Because it wouldn't really... Because I think he'd be sinking himself into the snow more. Anyways, that's not an argument right. we need to have because it's not the argument we're so having now. Are we, say- all right. are we saying... I get bronze for cross-country skiing. Now... I just think it's funny that I'm trying to look up how much Spider-Man do on skis on Google and like just hoping that this is an argument someone else has had. So now for the main event, figure skating. Figure skating. Figure skating. Um, the one person who is always on skates is in this competition. Golden Glider. Somebody that looks awesome in a flowy awesome outfit because that's her <laughs> outfit is this like weird like trailing thing uh it's mesmerizing she can do it really fast and also do it on air so any kind of jump you ask her to make she will make just because she'll just keep herself up on air um she can skate on air guys like there's no so way she's not skating on the ice she can skate on ice and on air. Like it's, and, uh, but you keep saying she's skating on air. But she could. She because she, my <laughs> hey, if your team is allowed to cheat with the, I'm saying <laughs> she could do a quintuple, which a Lindy, you know, <laughs> or a quintuple or lots. She's quadruple Lindsay, <laughs> triple lots. Like she's got it all. She can do any of the tricks. Because she doesn't need to fall back down until she says she's ready to fall back down. Pirouette in the air and fall back. What's There's your name no again? Golden Glider. She she's wins glide. She's gliding. She's golden and she's gliding. And she's on skates! Here's the thing. I don't know what her costume looks like. She's not a character that I'm familiar enough with. And, like, half of the pictures that show up on Google Image Search are her actually skating. Yeah, because she's always on skates. Here's the thing. I think Psylocke's costume would be better. (laughs) Yeah, but is she golden? Can you you imagine those sashes? No, but she's... Honestly. She's... Are are you going against Golden Glider winning gold in figure skating? No, I'm not, but I think... If anybody gets a buy on this round for gold medal, it's me. For figure skating. Bullseye. So easily, <laughs> yeah. It's bronze. It's obvious I right just, now. Okay, I just want to say, I think Psylocke would have an awesome costume. Yeah, she wins silver. There would be a sash involved. Well, I, I, I just want to say he is silver, he wins bronze. The reason I picked Bullseye is while he's skating, 
he has targets set up throughout the ice rink where he is throwing perfect bullseyes while he's skating. Yeah, but that As would be awesome in bi- it's biathlon. Part, it's part of his routine is that he's throwing these. Yeah, but unfortunately, that I have no problem taking bronze to on do this. Do actual routines. So no problem taking bronze. The, I so wait. So basically, that... everyone took gold, took silver, and took bronze <laughs> yeah. in an event. Hey, yeah. we're even, everybody. With the hat. What was that? Oh, we're doing a tiebreaker. We, we have to. We have to do a tiebreaker. Every... All right. We can't have these end like right, I guess I picked that not one. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Okay. This is our. It. We have. We need to set a time limit. All right. Can we also pause? Because I have to pee. Oh, I yes. can probably pee too. We can, we, we can pause right now. Go ahead. What's your surprise? Right, so Chris? we're gonna do the lightning round. I'm gonna say Which is I haven't what, thirty seconds to prove our team. Well, we have thirty seconds, but I also haven't looked at this yet. So I'm gonna say you pick a member of your team. Beforehand? Beforehand, before we even know what Whoa. it is. Okay. To represent your country in this. You can't pick someone that's best going to suit this. <sighs> I I will go first. Um, since I am... I think that's rep- a stupid rule. Nope, nope, it's fine. No, it's because fine. you know what? Here's the thing, like... I'm going ice. It's like, she's all around, like, most, you know, like no matter what comes up, she'll be comfortable in the environment. Okay. You know, since what, I am, what can I? I just I, I, not to interrupt you. What you did, are though. I know? What what are what are the rest of the things that are left? Like I don't re, I don't remember everything. There's like ten more that. Yeah, are... there's like snowboarding. There's like the giant slalom. There's the uh, the there's uh, ski jumping. The, there's the like ski, ski jump. There's hockey. There's curling. There's all right. Okay. There's the skeleton. There's the all right. The snowboarding events. The all right, you pick. All right, the since I am representing the birthplace of kung fu, the mystical city of Kunlun, Iron Fist will be my pick. Okay. I'm gonna pick Magneto. I, I want ice. All right, our lightning round Magnum Board 2014 Winter Olympics quick draw event. Freestyle skiing. <laughs> Ice. Perfect. Perfect for this. She is surrounded by things she can manipulate. It is great for her. But here's the thing. This caveat in there. Okay. As soon as she touches the ground, it's over. So if the judges see, like, snow and ice coming up supporting her. Freestyle skiing. This is where she's going through, doing, going down, like, and doing these crazy jumps and landing. I think Ice could do this really well. I'm a little nervous about, honestly, Kung Lao Kung Fu guy, but home field advantage is definitely with Ice. Uh, my skis are made out of metal. I am manipulating them the whole time. So when I do that jump, I'm uh, There's doing extra things that uh, not anyone's ever seen before. Yeah, but there's one metal that's more conductive and conducive to uh, magnetism than any other in this round, and that's going to be bronze for you, sir. That's where you're <laughs> landing. I, he's got he's got skis made out of any yeah. kind of metal. He is holding himself Iron. up longer. Mm-hmm. He is spinning and landing everything. This he is, is a, manipulating. This is a young man's sport. And that's an old man. 
He and is. What's about the old dogs and new tricks? That he we all is know? manipulating everything that happens. He's holding himself up longer. He is landing every jump. He is doing it because he's controlling everything about this. Yeah. Yeah. Just. It's an old man. Here's the thing. Freestyle skiing is a form of skiing which originally encompassed three basic disciplines. Aerials, moguls, and ski ballet. Nothing about that makes me think that Magneto (laughs) would know what he would even be doing. It's like, do I twist here? Do I not twist here? Just because he can do stuff with the metal doesn't mean he knows what to do with the metal. I'm giving that to Iron Fist. Kung Fu is a thing of beauty. What what better than Kung yeah, Fu but... on snow? <laughs> Graceful, silent, beautiful. But Dan- gold. Daniel Rand is a ne'er do well. He doesn't do everything perfectly. Yeah. Let me see if Germany placed anywhere. Nope, 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 nope. No medals. <laughs> where did where did Kung Lao come in? Uh gold. I already said that. <laughs> Well, if, if okay, he's American. United States plays second. Yeah, but he spent his his adolescence and young adulthood working on kung fu, not skiing, not doing anything. Out of all these, I think we can all agree that he's one's gold here. <laughs> like, honestly, talking about manipulating her environment. Right. Uh, just looking at and the also actual somebody that actually is young and hip enough to understand the showmanship of it, it all. Yeah, just looking at the actual metal standings though. Uh, Russia only had bronze. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a tough one because everyone automatically thinks that they deserve the gold. <laughs> uh, we already shot down Magneto. We can all, we all, all just <laughs> shooting for gold here. Can agree that Magneto is bronze. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> you and I battling for gold. So for, for gold. I would give it to Paul then. Thank you. It's just home field advantage. All the way. You are not allowed to watch another Bruce Lee movie and just partake in the beauty I I, I was watching through. Bruce Lee movies before you and I were really solid good friends yeah. so you know just the depth you know what I don't think Bruce Lee would do good on the freestyle skating yeah but skiing, again, the mis- skiing. skiing whatever but, yeah that's why you deserve bronze there sir <laughs> gold I wrote it I will take that silver so, uh, there it is. You're one, two, Fuck and three. you guys, by the way. I had this team listed for two weeks. I'm sorry that freestyle skiing doesn't involve genocide and <laughs> killing humans. <laughs> that will not earn you medals. He's a ne'er-do-well. He, di- he didn't even show up for the competition. Yeah, you know who else didn't show up for the Winter Olympics? All of Israel. Just saying. Oh... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's true. Why do you make it so dark? No, but in the second volume of The Immortal Iron Fist, Danny wasn't there to compete. Just saying. And he lost mm. in that competition. In the tournament for the Kung Lao? Yes. He lost. Mm. He lost. He's who's a, who's still loser. the Immortal Iron Fist, though? Who is the living weapon? 
Who's 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 not the living skier (laughs) whose body is just a thing of pure being. I I am still I do not I don't think he should have gotten silver. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. I graciously accepted the bronze, and then somebody's got to be a dick about it. Hey, hey, our listeners can write in and either prop one of you guys up or take one of me down. I don't know which. I, th- uh, I just think that Magneto would beat Iron Fist. Simply by emailing us at contact at com, or... That was a lot better. As, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your old victory, Storm King. New Storm King, what's up? Yeah. yeah. I'm Black IPA. If I was going to, I might write to them. You I'm going to try it again. Yeah. See if it was just a, that batch. Uh, you can also just... Chris, you put this on Facebook that we did this episode, right? Not yet, but I will once okay. I get the picture put together. You can comment uh, on that post post on Facebook, you know, saying who should have won uh, which medal. And uh, where else? Can, Twitter, at Board. Yeah, tweet at us. I always put up pictures of what we're doing on my Instagram. Just follow hashtag BaggingBoard. Oh, I have to say, sorry, Dynamite, we're not that bagged and bored. We are bagged and bored, not bag and bored. Do you guys see that this week? No. They app tweeted us for a review that somebody else did. Oh, really? Yeah. I wanted to tweet well, them back. Well, thank you. Then I'm like, you know what? We'll <laughs> don't, re- don't tweet them back. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll what was review it, what was that it for? book for our look back. It's... I forgot. It's not a book that I would ever pick up, pick up normally. It's a number one, though, so. Hey, John, did you get... From Dynamite? I didn't, I didn't even look up what was coming out on Dynamite. Yeah. Because I don't normally buy things on Dynamite, and any time I have, I've been kind of sad about it. The Army of Darkness stuff was fun. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you thought this podcast was fun, because we have fun doing it. And you can tell us that you had fun listening by rating us and reviewing us on iTunes. Or just make sure you email us over at contact at beggingboardcast.com or individually at Chris, John, or Paul at beggingboardcast.com as well. You can tell we don't listen to each other while we're recording this podcast. Who said that? We talked already Chris, about that. what are you that. talking about? Uh, not my phone. 